Hi, I'm Taj, also known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, a space where we explore NFTs and highlight the businesses that are shaping Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation towards creating real-world value. And today was the second day of CoinGecko's GeckoCon, and so far, so good. I have been enjoying myself, uh, interacting with some great people, and the information that we're getting, just opening our eyes up to actually what people are working on within the industry. It's about 50% shilling, I won't lie. A lot of the speakers are promoting and pitching their products and pitching their uh, projects and just name dropping and all the cool stuff that they're working on and of course trying to puff themselves up but 50% of it is just great information really showing where the industry is going and one thing that I was really excited to hear a lot about today was the play to earn aspects of what's going on in the NFT space. As you know, I'm very into the Wax ecosystem and uh, the direction that they're going in looking for gamers to be the ones who really onboard and make this uh, more mass adoption and open up to the mainstream and the gamification of the crypto space and everything is just something that I've been very interested in since I came into the space and to hear uh, from some game developers to see how they're monetizing, how they're building their businesses was pretty cool. Um, even Atari was uh, represented at this conference so far and to see a, a game publisher such as that, of course, a legacy brand, and, you know, they're celebrating 50 years in the business. You know, many of us uh, in this space are, you know, <laughs> call ourselves OGs if we've been in it for a year or two at this point. But Atari, 50 years in the gaming space, and the direction that they're heading into right now is play to earn. And if you don't know, play to earn is, uh, for example, you play a, a game uh, such as uh, a computer game or an app on your phone. Back in the day, Farmville on uh, you know uh, Facebook, Zenga had all those different games. And what was happening was people were spending their time, they're socially interacting and all that. But once you log off, once you come off of your computer, your phone or whatever, there's no real world value. If anything, you're playing or you're paying to play the game, such as you're buying the rights to the title or you're buying upgrades if it is a free freemium model, whereas the game itself is free. But you might purchase an add on, purchase some bonus, maybe some extra lives or, or whatever it is, uh, 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 the ability to play the next level fast. So the game maker itself is earning all the money from you. But this new play to earn model is where the game player is incentivized to add to the ecosystem, keep contributing, keep playing, and adding real-world value. And a lot of terms are being thrown around, such as GameFi and the, the play-to-earn, P2E, but basically that's what it comes down to. You are playing game, and it can translate into real-world income. So much so, the gold standard right now is Axie Infinity. Axie Infinity is like a Pokemon game that started on Ethereum, and now they're on their own blockchain because it just blew up and is so successful. Southeast Asia, for example, is just very deep into the Axie Infinity ecosystem and the, the success of the game, people are actually earning real world income because when the pandemic shut down everything, people were laid off from their work, they're at home, they were bored, they started playing this game and as a result, these players were coming on and they realized that they were earning by playing this game so now they have uh, scholarships where people who can't afford to get into the game people are sponsoring them to get in and they keep a percentage of the proceeds and what have you and people once they the economy opened back up they were actually making more money playing Axie Infinity than they were at their jobs because you know in the western world such as like the US and the uh, UK and Europe and and other places where uh, income levels are very high uh, making 10 15 20,000 dollars 
it does not seem like a lot of money, but in some of these countries, a play to earn is just, it's absolutely life-changing. So many people have made this their full-time income. Now, they discussed on, you know, all the implications of what that means. Uh, How's that going to be taxed? What is that going to do as far as the government and all those different things? That's all speculation. We don't really know where that's going to go. And trust me, if we're still figuring this out, the government is nowhere near understanding this play to earn model and this NFT space and everything that we're going through. But so far, it is just an amazing time. And this is just cool space to see how things are being developed. And, you know, uh, having Atari there, who has been through the ups and downs, I mean, since the 70s in this industry, real OG, and seeing that, hearing that from someone representing their company saying the future of gaming is play to earn, it, it's just uh, validates it and puts a stamp on it that right now it is less than 10% of the, the crypto volume that's going on and as far as NFT space and all of that. But gaming is really what's going to onboard people because gaming is a multi-billion dollar industry. However, because so much money is invested into it and these legacy companies are making so much money, they don't want to disrupt their ecosystems. You know, they, they put out these games where you're paying them and it's a one-way transaction. So they aren't as quick to adopt and jump into these things. But once the first game blows up and it just absolutely disrupts the market, now Axie Infinity is really just the ice breaker the tip of the iceberg but we're talking about you know something of the level of a Fortnite or a farmville back in the day or minecraft and all those different things because i know minecraft does have the the uplift world and everything that's going on but we really want to see something with some really mass adoption that brings in just multiple people like a, a scale of like say a grand theft auto online or the sims back in the day if you if you remember it's the sims that is the type of game that we need to come out to really make a splash into the space and invite people into the system now the thing that was uh, really highlighted and i thought was pretty cool in, in hearing is the fact that this space, it's an easy way to onboard people into the NFT space and onboard people into crypto and wallets and all these different things because the gaming, the gamification of things, they're making it simple. Usually, generally speaking, gamers are a little bit more tech savvy than the average person. They're a little bit more... Uh, into trying new things and exploring. And so uh, having them come into this space and then be able to recruit their friends and share and the social aspects of it is really what's going to build out this whole ecosystem and really increase the adoption. So going forward, you know, uh, these NFTs that we're currently seeing is primarily collectibles and there's nothing wrong with collectibles. I collect a lot of stuff and, you know, it's just like, say, Pokemon cards or anything like that, you know, uh, us uh, of the millennial generation I heard something on the news today that the millennials are officially between 25 and 40 years old now. And there's this great millennial uh, baby boom because we're having babies. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But what I just wanted to say is uh, those of us that grew up collecting Pokemon cards and all those different things, we are definitely into the the whole collectibles, the digital collectibles that are, you know, dominating the space of NFTs right now. But also, let's not forget that we grew up on Tamagotchis and Digimons and, and so many different things uh pokemon even the the game boy games so we're really no strangers to both collectibles and gaming and we grew up in this quote-unquote digital age if you will and we're used to everything with the internet and 
social networks, and all of this is really gelling together in Web 3.0. And one play to earn game that I'm really looking forward to, and I can't wait for it to come out, is Mimer Quiz, M-I-M-I-R, which is going to be an app both on the uh, iOS system and Android. And uh, I was a huge uh, trivia crack fan. I used to play that, you know, just pretty much like they should have been paying me to play the amount that I used to play that game. But with Mimer Quiz now, uh, once that comes out, which should be any day now, it's going to be play to earn, meaning I mean, the contest that you're in is actually earning you points and, and not just points, but it's also cryptocurrency that can be converted into real world dollars. And it's just uh, it's just amazing thing to know that as before, to play these games, we were the ones who were financing it and subsidizing it. And even if it was a free game, the the freemium uh, business model was that the minority, let's say the 1% that are buying the upgrades, are subsidizing the entire ecosystem for the people that are just playing the free version, uh, whether it be ads or, or not. But it's the minority subsidizing it for everyone. But this is absolutely the opposite direction. And it's inviting everyone into the space. And the more people that are into the space they're, as they're playing it, there's actually real world benefit. And as users are coming on, the hours that are logged into the system are either going to be rewarded in, in cryptocurrencies or actually uh, NFTs or, or or both in some cases, even uh, voting rights as to see the direction that the platform goes into, how the, the, the ecosystem and the tokenomics are going to work out. These are the things that are being built into games now and app developers and so many other people it's a complete it's changing the entire business model of these apps because many of these apps and developers they're they're not profitable it's there's it's so easy for a coder to come out of a, a coding boot camp or you know school or or just watching youtube videos to learn how to knock up something and you can get that on the app market with within a very short amount of time so there's a lot of competition but right now, what is going to be standing out is those games, those developers, those creatives that are adding in some kind of play-to-earn element, and it's just building on all the success, the, the shoulders of the giants of before, such as Farmville, and you know, as we moved away from Facebook ecosystem being on a desktop to the mobile, they can take those skills and actually put it into it. And you know, a lot of the guys that were co-founders of Zenga, they're 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 exploring. Uh, this play to earn model. And, you know, so it's it's just only going to get better from here. So I'm really excited to see where this space goes. So if anything, I would highly recommend you do your research, just search some play to earn games. And, uh, you know, it's just a really cool space. And two that I currently play right now, I'm absolutely no good at either one of them, but I enjoy them are War Riders and Blanco's Block Party. I play both of those on the PC and you know it's it's uh it's blockchain gaming. Of course there is uh you can actually earn a cryptocurrency that can be converted out, swapping it out for other uh tokens or dollars eventually or you can use or just collect the say in Blanco's you can collect the skins because the skins of the actual players are NFTs. You can earn different ones, you can buy different ones, you can collect them, you can resell them. So it's it's just a really cool space. And the model, everything, like I said, is just completely upside down. So look into it, Google it, YouTube it, and I'm pretty sure you will not be disappointed. So hopefully you enjoyed this information. If there's anything you'd like to know more about, anything that you want to hear me dive into, please contact me. My information is in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.